in breath work, it's like we come into the session and I we are guided into like dropping into the body, into into the moment, the present, and then we're cued through the breath. So like we're 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 doing work. We're doing work through the breath. And then at the end, we come back into our natural breath pattern. And it's in those moments where you're like in the stillness and you've just felt all of this energy move through your body. It was in those moments that I would get like some people call them downloads or like hits or like it would just be like messages of like, this is what you need to do next. This is what you need to do next. And so I would like come out of those sessions and I would write like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And it would be pertaining to life. It would be pertaining to business. Like whatever the next 10% truth was, that's when it would come through. And then it was almost like an addiction because it was like, well, this is the way I get to my intuition. Because otherwise it was just a constant fight between between my ego and my highest self. Yeah. It was a fight. It was Mm -hmm. just like resisting. Is this truth or is this truth? Like what is actual truth? And so it'd be like, the only way I know the truth is through my breath. Hi, my name is Beth Stanfield. I'm a lawyer, entrepreneur, dance fitness instructor, speaker, and writer. But of all the things I have been and am becoming, the most sacred to me is that I am free. So welcome to the Beth Stanfield Free Podcast, aka BS Free. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I'm incredibly grateful and excited to bring you today one of my dearest, dearest friends, Haley Fisher. Haley and I met through Turn Up Dance Fitness, but and she holds the title of most embodied person I've ever met, and you'll see why, and you'll hear why. So this is a little bit of a longer episode than normal, but that is for a reason. I wanted to really dive deeply into what Haley does best, which is holding a place of safety for women to connect to themselves, connect to their body, connect to their truth connect to their breath through breathwork. Haley is a certified breathwork facilitator, and she is going to be giving you a free breathwork session at the end of this episode. So definitely do not skip that. And there's so much goodness in this episode. I cannot wait for you to listen in and maybe even dive a little deeper into breath work to find out if it's for you. It is my number one recommendation for getting out of your head and into your life. We're here in this moment. We're in my well, basically the room that I live in now. I, I don't sleep in here. I could. Actually, I was up here in here in the middle of the night. I had a thought. I, I did not want to let it escape. Mm. So I came down here and wrote in the middle of the night and went back up. That's the best. It, we'll see. I haven't read it yet. It could be nonsense. I don't even know. Um, but I was in the that, you know, liminal state. Almost yeah. to sleep, but not quite. So... We'll yeah. see. But anyway, we're here in my office, my newly refurbished office for where all the things happen, mm-hmm. all the work, all the podcasting, everything. But this is special. So it's Haley, special. Um, we are going to be talking about breath work. Yeah. We are going to talk about that stuff. But first, I just want to just talk about how we met, which is so crazy. <laughs> so yeah, we met through Turn Up Dance Fitness. Mm-hmm. And this is crazy because how long ago was that? It was spring of two years ago, 2020. That's right. Two. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. It was spring. I think it was like April. Yeah. April Mm -hmm. 2022. Yeah. And I was already teaching at the gym. I was doing Zumba. Yeah. You were on the scene somehow. I'm not really (laughs) sure like how you had already kind of come and maybe auditioned at the gym. I was subbing. 
You were so subbing. I was on the sub list. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, I was on the sub list to start before okay. I had a class. And then I remember there was a mandatory staff meeting or instructor meeting okay. that we had to go to. That's yeah. where I saw you for the first time. Okay. And then I think either I texted you or you texted me or something. Mm-hmm. And I remember feeling weird because I thought, <laughs> I don't think I've ever told you this. No, you haven't. <laughs> I remember feeling weird because I was like, I'm just going to really let my excitement show. Uh-huh. Like, I'm going to let, like, the fact that I really love dance fitness. I'm going to let it show. Okay. And so then I remember, I guess I just texted and it was maybe with a few more extra exclamation points than I would normally allow, or maybe some language that was a little more whatever. And I said, either she's, either she's like one of those ones that kind of like comes in and does her thing. And that's not really a part of like the dance fitness is not really a part Mm -hmm. of her body and soul or, and then you come in, you're like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> let me tell you about turnout. Yeah. Let me tell you. And so clearly I was like, oh good. Someone who really loves, yeah. just yeah. loves it as much as I do. Mm-hmm. And you do. And then you introduced me. Mm-hmm. I had seen, it was one of those sort of cosmic coincidences, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I had already been, I had already seen turn up on the YouTube mm-hmm. and I was like, the YouTube. The YouTube. So how you do that. <laughs> I had seen it on there and I was like, mm, there's something about this yeah. that I really love, which it's clear what I was drawn to mm-hmm. now. But there was just a little seed there from that and a little famari- familiarity. And then I met you and you were like just full of life, full of energy, full, full, full. And um, meeting meeting me over text, but you can still tell. Right. You can feel that energy yeah. even when it's coming through words. I could feel that from you too. And then when we actually met, mm-hmm. you told me, you're like, oh, by the way, yeah. this is a whole thing. Yeah. This is a whole, I did not, I just didn't even Yeah, know. the whole thing. The there's whole a community. Thing. And there's there's like, a whole community. I like to turn up like all You the did. Ways. And you were like, you just, you, you said, you just wait. <laughs> I, I say that to everybody. You just wait. And I remember thinking, okay, this is not what I expected. I was hoping that she would confirm my energy you know and my love of it but this is something else you're like it's so much more than dance and I was like well how could it be (laughs) how could it be and and, well well it is and and and, yeah here we are yeah almost two years what a journey what a journey (laughs) we're still on it and we've we've seen each other in in different pretty crucial phases of, of life and changing yeah changing what we want changing who we think we are yeah revisiting rediscovering not really changing it's really been more of a discovery yeah and unfolding and a lot of rewiring (laughs) yes totally yeah Yeah. and then you introduced me to the concept of breath work which you may think I'm lying when I say I didn't even know that existed before I met you yeah and it's true I did not I know I remember you were one of my practicum Oh, that's right. Client. Yes. And I remember that session with you, like, very clearly, because you were very much, like, in your cerebral oh. space. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Very uncomfortable. Yes. Very yeah. uncomfortable with the process. But you were totally open to trying it, you know? But, like, yeah. I could feel your discomfort and, like, mm-hmm. in the unknown and not really understanding what it was. Like, your logistical, your structured mind yeah. was, like, really trying to make sense of what this was. Yeah. 
I haven't come very far from that. Yes, I don't think yes, I have. It doesn't, because what you're saying sounds to me like how it still feels. Okay. That's normal to you. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. It takes a touch of time. It takes consistency as mm-hmm. with anything, but mm-hmm. um, the mind is loud. The and reason why it is so alluring to me, not just conceptually, not just intellectually, but really, truly as a step of faith, mm-hmm. um, which, as you know, I'm getting more comfortable with taking leaps of faith, mm-hmm. getting outside mm-hmm. of the mind, trusting intuition, but it still has been like baby steps. Yeah. And so I still find myself constantly fighting the battle of mm-hmm. being in my in my mind, mm-hmm. not just overthinking, mm-hmm. but just staying there. So much of the time I feel like I can't even get into my body. Mm. You know how there is a blood-brain barrier between your body and your brain? Mm -hmm. That's how I feel. Mm. Like I feel like I can't get into the blood. I can't get into Mm -hmm. my body. When I've done breath work, there's been a little taste of it. Yes. A little tiny glimpse Mm -hmm. of the possibility of moving more into Mm -hmm. what I'm really trying to get at, which is who I really am, Mm -hmm. what I really want, Mm -hmm. what I really like. And I think that most of the bigness and the realness of that live in my subconscious mind and in my body. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's true or not, but I have sort of a concept that maybe it is. Mm -hmm. So first, what is breath work? How did you find it? And what is it? So breathwork is a powerful healing modality to stimulate the body from the inside out through the breath and the brain as well. So breathwork for me, I found breathwork a few years ago. Um, I was on like a self-healing journey with uh, healing my body. Um, I was an active doula in the local community here and loved everything that I got to do. And through that journey... My body was screaming at me to slow down and things were happening that Mm. were scary and unknown and caused me to really take a moment and pause. And I started to seek um, outward to other people in the community who did more holistic healing. I was really like getting into taking care of my health and my fitness through like my nutrition, through exercise and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I connected with a local lady um, who was really active in the Wilmington community back then and really came to her in a place of just like physical pain in my body mm-hmm. and really seeking like, how do I get out of this mm-hmm. kind of place? And then not only was I in physical pain, but I was emotionally just, I was in survival mode. I was burned out like mind and body and didn't really know where to go. And she kept coming to me in different ways. And so I connected with her and through that connection with her, she kind of held space for me like a doula, which ironically enough, she, at that time, she was not a doula, but years prior, she was a doula. So it made sense, but she held space for me in the way that as a woman in the way that I was holding space Mm -hmm. needed that reciprocated Mm -hmm. and she held space to hear me and all the pain that I was experiencing physically and emotionally and walked me through this whole process and what she did was she reminded me of my breath like in that moment it's a memory like etched in me wow of oh wait 
I am holding space for women in all the ways, in birth and postpartum. Mm. I'm getting them to come back into their body through the breath, Mm. through like labor, you know, meeting them in these spaces that are so, um, I mean, as a woman, if you've had a baby, you know, Mm -hmm. so profound. And I was holding my breath. I was holding my breath, but guiding others. And so this particular woman, she reminded me, she, she put me back in that remembrance Mm -hmm. of my breath. And so I really went on a journey from there and that was like November of 2020. Wow. So that was four years ago. Wow. Yeah. And so from there, um, it was a few months later that she became a breathwork facilitator and I like jumped into it. I was like, Oh, I want to, you know, just like you, you were a practicum client. Yeah. She was like, Hey, I, you know, I'm looking for people who want to breathe. And so I jumped into that and signed up for like 20 something sessions. And the very first session that I did with her online, I came up off of my yoga mat and I was like, this is it. Like, this is what I'm meant to do as a space holder. This is where I'm meant to go. But also this is how, this is how I'm supposed to heal. This is how I, this is how I'm going to heal my body. Like I knew it Mm. in that first session and I was receptive to it. Like I have an open energy field. So like if something comes to me that I'm very intrigued and interested in, like I will just like open up and receive it. Yeah. And so, and I felt, and also it requires safety, um, Mm -hmm. in breath work, especially like to feel safe, to let yourself go there, which might be why even for you, right. To get out of that, Mm -hmm. that logical mind, Mm -hmm. it is like deepening the safety for you to actually allow yourself to do that. Right. And so I, when you say, can I ask you real yeah, quick? Go ahead. When you say hold space, yeah. To me, what I hear is safety. Yeah, that's what I hear. Exactly. Is that what yeah. you mean, that's or is there more? That's it. Okay, that's the energy of holding space. It's the safety to let another being come into your field, mm-hmm. into your energetic field, into your physical presence, and like energetically be like, "I've got you." Yeah. Like I see you. Mm-hmm. You're safe to like feel. Just like right now, like we're holding space with one another. Yeah. Like we're, we're able to just like let it all out. Yeah. Um, so wow. I breathed myself for like a year and a half. I was just in the journey mm-hmm. and I did go on a self-healing journey and it caused me to go down a generational healing journey and really understanding the traumas in my body and my womb, the traumas that were in my mother's womb, my grandmother's womb, like I went on a dive, a deep dive. Yeah. And it opened up so many other avenues for me. And as soon as I could get into the facilitator facilitator program, I did. And that's what I've been doing ever since. And it just continues to deepen. Like I deepen my practice with the breath mm-hmm. and I deepen in how I show up and introduce others to the breath. And so what I have found with people with breath work is it usually takes three or four times to really allow, depending on the person again, how much they're receptive and receiving to the power of breath work. Um, because it's not me, like I'm the space holder and I'm, I'm introducing and I'm guiding, but mm-hmm. it's the breath. The breath is the way shower. The breath yeah. is the magic. Yeah. Each and every time. Yeah. So it's like the breath is the medicine. Mm-hmm. I'm not the medicine mm-hmm. woman. The breath is the medicine. And so that's what I have found. I get yeah. to witness and every single person that I introduce breath to yeah. is they're coming back online. Just how I had that coming back, that homecoming, that like uh-huh. instant knowing of like, oh my gosh, we have this human body and all we do is walk around every day and hold our breath. We'll talk to somebody. So true. And we'll take a deep breath. Like we're, you know, yeah. And then we just keep talking like this and yeah. we never actually exhale. Yeah. People do it all the time. Right. The grocery right. store clerks, right. the waiters, like, yeah. 
even just anytime notice yeah, like totally and people are like people who are listening like notice in your life how many conversations and interactions you have where mm-hmm. somebody is taking a I'm air quoting a deep breath yeah and do they actually exhale interesting we walk around all day holding oh holding no doubt holding. yeah before we jumped on here on the recording I was telling you about how there have been months if not years on end where my entire physical being was pain in my cranium mm-hmm. and tightness and like a, a, an intractable headache at yeah. all times right. and the shoulders I mean first of all I don't really have a neck people made fun of me as a kid they called mm-hmm. me no neck Beth but I know but they're right I I remember opening like the National Geographic magazines and like looking at the women who had these long, gorgeous Ethiopian necks, and I remember just thinking, "Why, God? Why?" Mm. But you know, part of it is that I carry all mm-hmm. of that tension up. The shoulders are at my ears. Mm-hmm. I'm holding my breath. Mm-hmm. My body language is is telling yeah. myself, my everybody that almost like a safety mode, mm-hmm. right? Now on top of that, when you're not breathing and you're holding your breath. What are you gonna do? Pop ibuprofen all day long? Well, I've done that for 20 years, mm. right? Because mm-hmm. you're not even oxygenating, oxygenating your brain, right? But then it's so much more than that. Yes, the breath, but also there's something magical that happens that I also know is physiological. Yes. That is, yes, science. science. <laughs> that is so pure much science. science. So much science. And there is an element here where mm-hmm. not only are you carrying so much in your body, in your head, in your mind, in your muscles, in your mm-hmm. in your physiology, mm-hmm. but in your the way that you mentally process mm-hmm. and how the breath can help bypass mm-hmm. that br- processing and bring you into your subconscious. Mm-hmm. And your subconscious can inform and mm-hmm. heal mm-hmm. and in a way allow your subconscious to help heal you back into wholeness. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying that mm-hmm. knowing that I'm on that path, yeah. but I am not there. Yeah. Because if I've, if I've tapped into my subconscious, I think maybe it is for a nanosecond mm-hmm. of every breathwork session that I've done. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of work to do. And yet that, so that window widens every time you drop in. Like that's part of one of the benefits of breathwork is like we widen our window, um, we widen our window of tolerance. So like we widen the window of tolerance for the pain that might be in our body, and then in turn we widen our tolerance for joy. Like it all starts to widen. And just speaking of, I'll just like name off some of those talking about like science and stuff. Yes. So some benefits of breathwork are we increase our lung capacity. We increase our heart rate variability. We boost our immune function. We promote healthy digestion. We rewire. Rewire? Why am I having a hard time <laughs> saying that word today? Rewire. What the heck? It's because everybody's saying it. Everyone's I'm, trying to rewire. Well, I've been saying it for four years, and <laughs> I can't say it right now. So we um, we rewire the brain to release old patterns and create new ones, like talking about the subconscious. We increase our intention and our attention and focus. We increase our overall well-being. So we establish an anchor with the breath so that we pause, and then therefore we respond to life with less reactivity, more awareness. And we move through life with like more ebb 
and flow. Mm. Like we move, we start to move with the ebbs and flow mm-hmm. of life. Mm-hmm. We release tension. We release the emotionality held within the system. So that's mm-hmm. another thing that we hold a lot as humans. Not only do we hold our breath, but we hold our emotions. Yeah. So breath work, a lot of people will find when they come in that they don't even know why the tears are releasing, but they are. And it's beautiful. You're releasing that emotionality that's in the system. We're able to integrate grief and loss. We're able to Mm -hmm. process and release trauma. And then we're able to connect with and hear the wisdom of our bodies. Like you were talking about at the beginning. Yeah. That's connecting to your intuition. Mm -hmm. Like you are bypassing the logical Mm -hmm. mind and then you're connecting to your intuition. Yeah. Right away. And so like those little glimmers that you get, Mm -hmm. that's that's your intuition coming through. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. Um, so we shift our state, we shift our energy, we shift mm-hmm. our mood. Mm-hmm. And the more that we drop in five minutes, two minutes, mm-hmm. 45 minutes, like mm-hmm. you're, you're widening. Mm-hmm. So like you talked about baby stepping, that's what we want to do in breath work. So when I have clients come in, we do, we titrate. That's how I was trained as a trauma informed facilitator. Like that's how we build that foundation of safety Mm. is we take it in baby steps yeah because there there are some ways you know and there are some styles where you can go into a breathwork session and like be in it for an hour and your system is just shocked like it doesn't know what to do Mm -hmm. how to handle it your Mm -hmm. mind is freaking out Mm -hmm. and for some people like that's that has worked for them and like that's great but the way that I facilitate and hold is is completely different. It's like, yeah. let's really build this foundation of safety because that is what is yeah. most important. Because mm-hmm. once you feel safe, then you can release. Then you can receive. Yeah. Then the, the healing and the transformation starts to take over mm-hmm. and your mind starts to get quieter and quieter. Yeah. The first six months of breathwork, my mind was loud. I mean, I feel like it wouldn't shut off until those like last 10 minutes of a session. Wow. You know, but I still stayed with the breath. So mm-hmm. it's like I could hear the mind chatter. Mm-hmm. I could hear the mind chatter. I could hear the facilitator's voice continuing to cue me. And this mm-hmm. happens in sessions at whole too where people will be breathing. They'll be breathing. And then all of a sudden they stop. And I'm like, wow, okay, they're stopping their breath. Usually they the mind has taken back over. Yeah. But they're not even – it's a subconscious thing. It's not even – it mm-hmm. becomes subconscious. It's not conscious. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, come back into the body. Come back into the body. Wow. Like usually if it's in person or online, like there's a different cues that I'll do like with the body or like through my voice. Uh And then it's like, we come back. I mean, I do it too. Like it just happened to me yesterday. Like, and it's like a 30 second split. It's like, where did I even go? Wow. But the, the subconscious mind took over and like for those 30 Mm -hmm. seconds to a minute, like I was somewhere. Yeah. You know? And then come back into the, in the moment. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. It does. Of all the things that breath work is capable of doing mm-hmm. and you've seen as a mm-hmm. practitioner and as someone who does breath work as a practice mm-hmm. what's been the most powerful thing for you Oof. immediately what comes to me and that I want to say and it feels almost like it feels vulnerable to even claim it out loud but like the physical things that happened in my body yeah that went away mm-hmm. and like there was no science to what happened there was no like what changed you know yeah do you know what I'm saying I do but tell me if you're okay (laughs) what changed um well the flare-ups that were experiencing in my body they went away so like physical pain lessened and went away yeah Mm. it feels so vulnerable to like talk about that because it's like hard to Mm. 
to claim it. Like there's almost that, there's like a little bit of wounding still there. Like, do yeah. I even want to claim yeah. that over mm-hmm. myself? You know, but mm-hmm. then I do because it's like, that's what happened. Yeah. That is exactly what happened. Like I yeah. consistently showed up in my breath, like devoted. Mm-hmm. Like this is the only way. It's either this or I'm going to an OR table. It's either this or I'm going to like, and I just kept coming. And of course there were other things that I was doing to like, I want to say the the word again to rewire, <laughs> right? You know, um, because what you focus on grows, and we know that. Mm-hmm. So it was like changing and shifting the focus as well to like I'm healing and mm-hmm. like. But the most powerful thing, yeah, it's the transformation. It's it's the it's who I've become in the process. So yeah. I don't want to say there was like one single moment. It's been the evolution through it all. Mm-hmm. Like who I've become now. Like the last two years. You know, it's like I was able to speak 10% more truth and 10% more truth and feel like grounded in that truth and able to express myself clearly mm-hmm. and using the breath as like yeah. an anchor of like, I'm safe to do that. I'm safe to express mm-hmm. how I really feel. I'm safe to move how I really want to move. I'm safe to let myself be seen for how I want to be seen. Mm-hmm. You know, so it is like, it's all centered around safety. I love it when you talk about living in 10% more truth yeah. speaking 10% more truth, that graduation, that progression. Yeah. That's and what it's I'm been. curious, like, did you find the truth through breath work or did it give you the strength and courage to speak it? Both. It both, both. And okay. It started with hearing the truth mm-hmm. within and being in denial of it. Mm. And for me that, I mean, honestly, and I can speak vulnerably, like I'm, I'm going through a separation and divorce. And so mm-hmm. when I started getting the nudges four years ago that like, this wasn't the path for me, like that there was something different, I was in denial. And I feel like because I was in denial and in resistance to it, it also is what manifested into dis-ease in my body. Yeah. So I can reflect back on that and clearly be like, it wasn't just that I was burnt out as a doula. Right. It was that I was in complete denial of what mm-hmm. my intuition was mm-hmm. screaming mm-hmm. at me. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like coming into the breath. Yeah. You know, every other day, every week, consistently for mm-hmm. a couple of years before I even like got into becoming a facilitator. Yeah. It was, it would come through to me, you know? So like in mm-hmm. breath work, it's like we come into the session and we're, you know, I, we are guided into like dropping into the body, into, into the moment, the present, and then we're cued through the breath. So like we're, we're, we're doing work, we're doing work through the breath. And then at the end, we come back into our natural breath pattern. And it's in those moments where you're like in the stillness and you've just felt all of this energy move through your body. It was in those moments that I would get like, you know, some people call them downloads or like hits or like, it would just be like messages of like, this is what you need to do next. This is what you need to do next. And so I would like come out of those sessions and I would write like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And it would be pertaining to life. It would be pertaining to business. Like whatever the next 10% truth was, that's when it would come through. And then it was almost like an addiction because it was like, well, this is the way I get to my intuition. Because otherwise it was just a constant fight between between my ego and my highest self. Yeah. It was a fight. It Mm -hmm. was just like, resisting do is this truth or is this truth like what is actual truth and so it'd be like the only way i know the truth is through my breath Mm. 
That's and that constant fight is it eventually it's complete overwhelm. Overwhelm. And then paralysis. That's that's so true. I mean, and that was my life for two and a half yeah, two and a half years. And so now I'm on the other side, like it will be a year this month that mm-hmm. I've been separated and uh, my divorce will be final in the next few months. And I can look back and be like, wow, it was, yeah, you, you know, like yeah. the evolution yeah, yeah. through coming home to my breath over and over again. That That's why it's like when you say like, what's the most powerful thing? It's like well, how I got here right now. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I don't know, I don't know how else I would have. I can't even imagine what my life would have been like without being dedicated and devoted to my breath and my body. Yeah. And it was, it's not always pretty. So like, that's the thing about breathwork too. It's like not love and light. And it's like not (laughs) the first year of breathwork was constant grief. Wow. Because the truth was that I didn't want to be with my husband Mm -hmm. that I had been with for 12 years at that time, 11 years. Mm -hmm. And that obviously there was a lot of grief in that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so yeah. with the breath, I was able to learn how to mm-hmm. be held in my grief, mm-hmm. but then how to hold myself in my grief. Mm-hmm. And then not only was it, you know, processing all of those feelings and emotions, but then it was healing through the physical dis-ease that was in my body. So it was like all of these parts mm-hmm. just wanted to be held. Yeah. They just wanted to be held and seen. Mm-hmm. And then so my breathwork sessions were sobbing messes. <laughs> I mean, I always had a box of tissues. I always, you know, I got to the point where I made sure everybody in the house knew, like, I'm going to breathe. You might hear me scream. You might hear me wailing, you know, yeah. or I would align it where I would only do breathwork when nobody was in the house because that's when I felt the safest. Yeah. Actually, that is what I would do. After, like, the first few months, I was like, I have to do this when I'm alone because otherwise I hold back and I resist Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I can feel other people's energy in the house and, like, what are they perceiving of hearing me. But the first year to year and a half, like, it was not – it wasn't joy and bliss. There were moments of that for sure. Yeah. But it was mostly me sobbing and wailing shaking, convulsing, yeah, punching the air, screaming in pillows, whoa, letting it all move through me. I didn't know all that. Yeah. I still I think for me just superficially I still get this image of like zen euphoria. You get there sometimes, absolutely. It depends on what's in your system though and what's yeah. sitting at the surface waiting to be felt. Well, that's seen and held. That's the thing because if you dare go there, yeah. You will find it. You will. You will find it. You will find where that disunion is. Yeah. And even to this day, I do. You know? It's different now Mm because it's been a few years, right? And it's been, like, consistency. But now I tap into my breath with, like, different intentions as well. So that's the other thing with breath work is we set an intention before we drop into the breath. And so with that intention, sometimes it can be in the form of, like, a mantra. Mm -hmm. But what that does is it, it allows us to seed the experience, So we're not, um, you don't even realize that it's happening on the subconscious level, but it is. So we're seeing that experience. So like a lot of times when people are new to breath work, like with you, it's like our intention is I'm safe to breathe. Yeah. I'm safe to be here. Yeah. Or just, I'm safe. I think that was the first intention that you gave me. mm -hmm. I remember. we see that experience. And sometimes it takes 10 sessions Mm -hmm. for somebody to really reach safety, especially if they have a lot of trauma Mm -hmm. in their system. And so that was the other thing, you know, like that first year and a half of breath work, it wasn't just processing what I was experiencing real time in my marriage or what was happening in my body. 
it was then everything like talking about that deep dive into generational healing yeah. it was everything wanted yeah. to come through yeah it was everything and then again mm-hmm. because I allowed myself to go there like you're talking about if you mm-hmm. allow yourself to actually mm-hmm. go there mm-hmm. then you do start mm-hmm. to reach those parts of bliss you do start yeah. to reach those parts of like I just had my grandmother my deceased grandmother came through in that birthright session and gave me a clear message you know my it, it was you start to connect to the divine mm-hmm. and some people who are not into spirituality, like that's okay too. Like mm-hmm. you, you get out of it what you need. So like yeah. whoever's listening, like take what resonates and what doesn't. Right. But mm-hmm. for me, like it's a connection to the divine It is a connection yeah. to source. Right. And that's how I lead my sessions. You know, I, mm-hmm. I usually give those disclaimers now, like I'm going to use words like connecting mm-hmm. to source and to your loved ones on the other side, your benevolent right. loved ones, yeah. your spirit team. Um, because that is our source of protection mm-hmm. in this, in this mm-hmm. realm. Mm-hmm. Like they're always with us. I firmly yeah. believe that. And I feel like it allows me and my experience to mm-hmm. drop even deeper because it gives me a deeper level of safety energetically. Yeah. That makes you know? sense. I think, you know, in some, for some people that language could be triggering yeah. or it could be like, right. put your Absolutely. walls up. And what I would just say is at least give the process a chance, Mm -hmm. but what you need will ring true to you. Right. It it will, it will resonate on a level that you know is not just Mm -hmm. your processing mind. Right. Because at the end of the day, like, yes, we can like, we can tie spirituality and all of that. Right. Mm -hmm. But at the end of it all, it's, it's the body. It's the body that's the healer. It's the body that, that knows what to do. Mm -hmm. And it's allowing ourselves to just get into the body into the body. Yeah. I was thinking about this the other day. You know why I did a whole series on getting out of your head and into your life? Mm -hmm. And I absolutely, this was one of the things I wanted to talk about because I want to get into my body. Mm -hmm. I want to trust my body. I want to trust my subconscious. Mm -hmm. But when you have over 30 years of conditioning Mm -hmm. that tell you you can only trust your mind, Mm. you'll carry everything there mm. all of all of the weight of everything will be there right and um i remember that feeling of when your body starts to act in a way that your mind doesn't like mm-hmm. you try to control it mm-hmm. and that has been my experience in breath work mm-hmm. is starting to feel that little tinge mm-hmm. of like maybe i'm shaking a little bit mm-hmm. and immediately Everything in me goes, control it. Ooh. And it was just like when I had, when I was in labor with my son, I was not prepared for my body to shake as much as oh, it did. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was that feeling of absolutely involuntary, cannot control shaking. Uh-huh. And that is what I hated. Yeah. I yeah. could handle the pain. The pain mm-hmm. was expected, mm-hmm. prepared for, but what I could not handle was the fact that my body yeah. was shaking. Yes. And anytime my body reacts in a certain way that is not that is yeah. uncontrollable to me, my desire to control immediately jumps in and tries to take control. And that's what I'm I think that's a metaphor for a lot of things. Yeah. going on um, metaphysically and physically, but that's been my experience in breath work is that that instinct to come in there and control it yeah. is so strong. Yeah. Oh, so like in breath work, we get to become, we, we come into the seat of the observer 
and mm-hmm. we become the I am the awareness of what's happening in my body. Mm-hmm. So you get mm-hmm. to start to recreate these new associations with the sensations that arise in your body. You get to like arrive in the horizon mm-hmm. and you get to observe and like witness and become the awareness. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah. Do you feel that? I do like a, uh, bystander yes. who can acknowledge the yes. shaking yeah. instead of a person who has to stop. It, yes. Make it stop. Yeah. So you become the witness, like the witness to the witness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then when you go, come from there, then you start to re- recreate these new sensations to it. Like, yeah. Okay. Like I'm, I'm sh- this is happening right now. Like I'm shaking in my body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are the true emotional needs right now in my body? Yeah. What is this? What is, what is, what is my body trying to tell me right now? Yeah. And just like staying in that space. Yeah. Of like the observer, of the witness, to right. the witness. Mm-hmm. And it takes practice. Yeah. And it's like that happens in breath work and then that begins to happen like in life. Yeah. Like my heart is racing in this moment. Like not right now, but you know, like if yeah. my heart was racing, like my heart's racing, I feel like the blood rushing to my chest, it's rushing to my face. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, I'm going to breathe into that space. And so that's what we begin to do. We become the awareness in our body. Like my hands are shaking. I'm going to breathe into my hands. I see mm-hmm. your hands. <sighs> I'm going to shake with my hands. Like mm-hmm. you start to meet the sensation. Mm-hmm. You meet the sensation. Mm-hmm. And so like with breath work, I've had this happen in so many different clients, different ways. Like though there was a recent experience with somebody where she um, had had a hysterectomy mm-hmm. and um, she was still dealing though with pain in her uterus area, yeah. like in her, down in her womb. And in her breathwork experience, she was like, something happened. Like there was like something clicked. Like I felt the sensation in my body and it was like this pain I was feeling. It was like, a, like all I can tell you in words, like it was like a clicking. And it was like, I felt this like, almost like air moved through my body. like. And I was like, that's energy. And she was like, it just, there was a different sensation that came through. And at first it scared me because I was like, oh, there's pain coming here again in this place that I'm not supposed to have pain because they literally took these these organs out of my body. But the womb still has a spirit. Even if you take the organs out, the organs still have a spirit in the body. But she, the way she described it, it was like, that's breath work. Wow. That's, and I can relate to that with my own Mm -hmm. experience, my Mm -hmm. own experience of pain. It shifts mm. the pain in the body when mm-hmm. we cre- and then we re- recreate mm-hmm. this new association with it. Yeah, like when we come up out of it, we're like, wow, like that pain shifted, mm-hmm. that heaviness, that tension. Mm. It shifted. Have Have you dealt with people like me? I guess who struggle to not block the work that the breath work is doing. Yeah, yeah. Elaborate more. Yeah. So like. I'm, as you're describing what she was experiencing, Uh what I think is, how will I ever let myself go there? Yeah. How will I ever be able to do that? Mm. How will my instinct to not cry, not shake? uh, There's just like this need to control the body. Yeah. So, you know, so consistency with breath work is going to allow you to bypass that that is Mm. all your structured mind and like you said your conditioning yeah it's really feeling safe like even in my presence like even in like when we drop into the breath here soon anytime we drop into the breath it's like really and it's going to take time like because you have the awareness of how loud your mind is right yeah 
as you hold that awareness, it's just going to take time and titration mm-hmm. mm-hmm. for you to keep getting those baby steps to where you finally let yourself go. Yeah. Because breath work is like a, so therapy, talk therapy, top down approach. We're coming from the cerebral space. We're talking it all out. Right. Breath work, bottom up approach. Mm-hmm. We're getting into the body. So even just the mere fact that we have this awareness right now, we're having this conversation and we're talking about it. It is going to allow you your next few times of dropping into the breath Mm -hmm. to get deeper into your body. Yeah. Just because you've already pushed, you've already sorted and sifted and like expressed it. Yeah. And so now that's how, that's how you're going to get there. Right. Right. Yeah. You have the awareness and now we get to become the awareness Mm -hmm. in the body. We get to just go, just keep going in. Yeah. And for some people, you know, it's honestly a lot of cueing for me of like, just keep coming back to the inhale and exhale. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Just focus. Mm-hmm. If all you can control mm-hmm. is the inhale and the exhale, and then as those sensations begin to arise, staying with the inhale and the exhale. Yeah. And trusting that you're safe to feel that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it takes time. If 30 years of conditioning, it's right. going to take some time <laughs> to get into the yeah. body and to let the body move mm-hmm. what wants to move. Yeah. That imagery, though, that you presented is really powerful for me of stepping mm-hmm. into the position of the bystander. Mm-hmm. Because when I think about what I was thinking about in those moments of control, mm-hmm. I felt like I was myself in my body in a locked door, like mm. trying to move through a door that would not open, you know? Oh, yeah, I do know. And so you can, what the metaphor that just came through for me is like, then now as we step forward, you can like see, and maybe that's what happens again. And you can mm-hmm. be like, okay, now here's a window, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna let this part know that it's safe to expand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, mm-hmm. I'm safe to expand. Mm-hmm. You're safe to go. Right. You're safe. I'm. Yeah. I'm. Here's this locked door. Here's a window. I'm gonna. I'm gonna mm-hmm. crawl out of this window. I'm yeah. gonna let myself be safe to expand. Yeah. It's truly for you personally. Yeah. And anybody who resonates with what you're sharing, it's mm-hmm. safety. It is. It's it's right. safety. Yeah. It'll be so interesting to, we'll have to come back and record again after you, because you've been feeling a call to mm-hmm. go deeper into yeah, breath work. for sure. And it'll be, it'll be vital actually for us to come back for yeah. you to share your experience because with breath work too, mm-hmm. again, I shared everybody, every body, like every human body has its own set of big T trauma, little T trauma from our entire lifetime stored mm-hmm. up. You know, nobody is ever like fully healed. Like we're, it's an ever evolving journey. We just get deeper and deeper into this. Everybody is unique. Mm -hmm. So like how long it takes you to access that point of safety is going to be different for the next person and the next person. And what you receive out of it, what you release out of it is going to be different from the next person and the next person and from the next session to the next session. Yeah. So like one Mm -hmm. session is sobbing crying for me and then the next session I'm like smiling and chills all over and like receiving bliss you know right all these beautiful like sensual sensations and then the next session I'm wanting to punch the air and I'm screaming in a pillow and I witness that in every single client and every one of them have the same experience when they come to my in-person sessions at the studio and like somebody new comes in like the people who have been doing it for a while they'll always speak up and be like you know, no agenda. Yeah. Like if you can also come into breath work with like no agenda, just setting the intention of like mm-hmm. releasing and receiving. Yeah. And allowing safety. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
Hey everybody, this is Beth Stanfield taking a little break out here to tell you about a huge giveaway that I have decided to do to celebrate the next season of the Beth Stanfield Free Podcast, which is called Transcendent. So I was thinking, what can I do that's big? And then I thought, what can I do that is bigger than big? Then I thought, (laughs) if it's called Transcendent, then maybe you should do something massive. So that's what I'm doing. So if you would like to be in the running for the giveaway, you just have to do two things. Number one, post about the Beth Stanfield free podcast. Share your favorite episode. Just post about something. It doesn't have to be any particular uh, social media outlet or any particular episode or any particular post whatsoever. Just any one will do. That's number one. Then the second thing is simply to email me and let me know that you did it. So all you have to do is email Beth at LionaLaw.com. That's Beth at L-I-O-N-A Law.com. Somewhere in your email, just mention the word transcendent or transcendence and let me know that you did this, the first part. And you will, once you do those two things, be entered into the drawing, which will occur sometime during the series of Transcendent in February. Okay, now back to our episode. I want to jump back to something you okay. talked about, sort of like the different, maybe the different approaches for breath work. Yeah. So, yes, I did not know breath work was a thing. Before yeah. I met you, mm-hmm. but since then, it seems to be everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. And which is kind of how life works. Now it's everywhere, and I have been introduced to different methodologies, which were less titrated, like no titration. Yeah. Like full in. Yeah. And that was definitely not, especially for someone who, like, fights, yeah. you know? Were you, like, in a room full of people as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah. In a room full of people, Woo! you know... And just like right on in and and kind of elongated. But what I love about your approach is that you are the ultimate space holder. Mm -hmm. You are not only just because of who you are and the work that you've done, Mm -hmm. but also because your force field of safety Mm -hmm. is vast. Mm -hmm. I don't even have to be in the same room with you Mm -hmm. to feel it. It comes across in every recording that you've ever done, Mm. in every meeting. You hold the space not only in the moment, but outside of the moment, Mm. in between. Like there's this connective tissue of safety that you live in and that you've created. And it, it gives me the ability to know I can trust the space. I can trust you to be able to say, okay, let's go to the window. Mm. You know, because otherwise I would just be, I would say that door is locked and I will back away, oh, you know? I see that. Yeah, wow. it's true. You really were meant for this. Mm, I feel that too, so deeply. Yeah. I really do. I think it's why I can't get enough of this work. I can't. It, the more that I get to do it, the more I want to mm-hmm. be in the spaces. And I mm-hmm. equate it so much to just like my upbringing and like... Mm-hmm. Just not even going into all of that, just the upbringing that I had. I, I knew when I was young that there was something I was supposed to do with women and mm-hmm. being around women in the space of like birth, mm-hmm. that was the first calling, like I knew. And then like once I get in, got into the breathwork space, it was like, oh, this is how I can go mm-hmm. to everybody, not just the woman who is laboring 
and meeting the universe between your legs, like, yeah, you know, delivering the universe between your legs, birthing. For sure. But I receive yeah. that. I, mm-hmm. I really do. It's an honor to get to do what I get to do and to have this calling that's been like placed on my heart. Yeah. And I feel it in my heart. Like I, mm-hmm. I can't describe the feeling, the felt sense that comes through for me mm-hmm. when I get the opportunity to be with other women. Mm-hmm. And, and I keep saying other women because that's really who I'm called to hold space for. I, yeah. not to be biased, but maybe I am. Like that's, that's the mission that I've been served. Is I think it's a gift to be the space holder. For I think it's a gift to know that that is where you come alive. Yeah. That is where if, if you know that you're meant for something and it's a specific thing and it's a specific person, you're doing the most faithful thing that you can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is to call it, is to name it mm-hmm. and then walk in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's true. Tru- truly, that's where your power is. Yeah. Is in knowing where it is and where it isn't. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Right. That's truth. I'm learning that. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've had to go through that process in going, wait a minute. So I'm really going to really focus on women as my, in my professional calling. Mm-hmm. And at first it felt very limiting. Yeah. And now I realized it's incredibly expansive because yeah. now I get to operate in my full power. Right. And speaking of like being in your full power, I know recently you were telling me about you did breath work the other day, and then you wrote. Mm-hmm. What happened that day? Because I felt it in your message. I was like, something came alive for her. Because you were like, I want to breathe. Yeah. I want to breathe. However many times we can breathe. <laughs> because well, I just breathed, and then I wrote, and it was... I don't remember your exact words. Yeah. So, I'll try to explain it in a way that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> you know, we're out. Always tell people words are weird when it comes to like words breath work. After you come out of it, like words are weird. I mean, we're writers. So like, yeah, it's like words are weird in expression through the, the vocal mm-hmm. mouth, but yeah. I can put the pen to the paper and it's just like poetry is like yes. dripping. It's like, here we go. Oh, it's okay. It I'm is online. indeed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Well, so I'm in the process of writing a book mm-hmm. and I have, in the same way that I've resisted a lot of things throughout my life and overpowered them Mm -hmm. with logical, pragmatic thinking, Mm -hmm. I have done that over the course of my life when it comes to what I feel like I'm most, most deeply called to do, Mm -hmm. which is is to write and speak Mm -hmm. and communicate. And I've always been a good writer and speaker and communicator. Mm -hmm. And I've always operated as a writer, speaker, and a communicator. Mm -hmm. But I've done it for the purpose of serving someone else's end. Mm. Mm -hmm. I've never done it for the purpose of telling my own truth. And as a result of that, a lot of my my neural pathways in writing, speaking, and communicating are stuck in how does this serve the end of something external to me. And in writing this book, I've gone through the process of saying, of going from like writing to ego writing to good, writing to beautiful. Like those are the outcomes I'm writing to. Okay. I'm right. I'm, I sit down to write and I want to write something beautiful. I sit and I want to write something meaningful. I uh-huh. sit and I want to write something good. And I've come to the place where I'm never really going to ever be able to do it unless mm-hmm. I simply sit down and write something true. Yeah. So when I did that breath work, that's what, that's what I got. Okay. I got that. I got stop trying to write to the outcome that serves an external mm. value Ooh. disconnected mm. from your truth. Mm-hmm. 
the only thing of value mm. is your truth. Mm-hmm. And to get to the truth, I've got to find a way to bypass the control. And that's why I was like, I need more breath work yeah. because I feel the block. Yeah. I experience it when I write. I go right back into the pathways, the neural pathways of thinking that are performing, writing, communicating, speaking, performing for that outside audience, uh-huh. but not, not basically being in that place of saying, I don't, I don't have an audience. The only person I'm writing to is me. The only person that I'm communicating to is me. So it's almost like you were talking about that bystander. I need to be the bystander yeah. and tell her truth. Yes. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Wow. Right. That's it. And I want to tell the truth. Yeah. I don't feel like I can... I could write a million books right now mm-hmm. that say a lot of good things mm-hmm. and sound pretty good. Mm-hmm. But I'm not really interested in doing that. Yeah. I'm really more interested in discovering what's real Mm -hmm. and attempting Mm. to describe the magic of that. Yeah. It sounds like what I am hearing you say is that breath, just in that one breath work session, you were able to tap into your true stream of consciousness. Yeah. Like, or get a little glimpse of what it could look like to operate out of that. Yeah. Because it's so... It's pretty thin. It's very, seems like uh, some of this is, and let me speak to this more broadly because I think I will not be the only one in this category. When you answered me that it's consistency, Mm -hmm. immediately was like, shit. Right. I was like, I want the quick fix. Right. Everybody does. (laughs) I'm going through it with, right now I'm doing 30 days of yoga this month and it's day 17 today. In the last four days, I've been I've wanted to like be like mm, reach that point, you know, where consistency is starting to be hard. Right. But it's the same thing with breath work. It's yeah. the same thing with like anything that we do that's worthwhile. Mm-hmm. It's the mm-hmm. consistency. But the beauty that got me here, and the only reason it's starting to feel harder, is because it's getting longer. Just like with breath work, it's easy to show up the first seven days if all you have to do is five minutes of breath work. It's when I start to get, you know, I just did a 21-day breath experience in December, mm-hmm. and it was beautiful, mm-hmm. and I learned a lot. I did it for myself and to be an offering, but it was also accountability to myself yeah. um, to show up in my breath, and mm-hmm. it started slow. Yeah. It started easy, right? Yeah. But then when we got to the 25-minute sessions, I started to see people not showing up because they knew it was going to be longer. It's harder to show up and commit. It's hard. time. Like, that's the thing. You right? would think that... Breathing is the easiest thing. Right. Well, it's actually not. <laughs> I don't want to overstate it because it's not like, it's not like, I mean, you're not out going out there and benching or right. weightlifting like something at your, ex- mm-hmm. at your limitation, but it's, there is. But on the inside, you are. It is hard. <laughs> yeah. You're is. sitting there. Sometimes I, I you know, it's again, breath I'm sitting work. there and I'm like, it's breath work. It's I don't want to do this. Right. Right. <laughs> I just want to go back to a normal breath pattern where I just feel fine. Because it's comfortable and it's easy. And that's where we're, that's where our conditioning wants us Mm -hmm. to stay. Yeah. That's where our mind wants us to stay. And what you're going to find in anybody who's getting into breath work Mm -hmm. is you're going to find yourself on the other side of that. Right. I I would say, here's what I would say if I was coaching myself. (laughs) I would say, if you're fine with fine, then keep on going. Right. But if what you really want Mm -hmm. is truth Mm -hmm. and magic Mm -hmm. then do the work yeah and the work is 
for me, and that's what I teach, right? That's mm-hmm. what I, that's where I'm called is in the breath. Yeah. It's in the breath. And I just keep thinking about you saying at the beginning, like, I just imagine it being like Zen, you know, like you did your hands, yeah. like you were in the Buddha position, like just yeah. Zen. It's like, yeah. Yeah. That's the misconception around it. It's like, no, mm-hmm. we're doing work. It's right. going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel uncomfortable to feel the sensations that come up. Yep. And then it's like we breathe through that. We meet those parts. Mm-hmm. It's parts work. And that's the other thing that breath work led me to is like parts work. Like before breathing, like having moments with, um, I talked about this recently, like in our program, we do like feelers. And so like with my partner who was like in the program, mm-hmm. we were partnered up with somebody throughout the program. And we would like, you know, have three minute, we'd set three minute yeah. timers and sit with each other and just be like, close our eyes take a few deep breaths and be like, I'm feeling and just naming everything we're feeling. But it's not just in the cerebral. It would be like, I'm feeling this, this knot in my belly. I'm feeling this like knot in the back of my shoulder blades. Mm. My little pinky toe is hurting me. Mm. Like just name. It's like you start to self scan your own body Mm. and like the physical parts. Mm -hmm. And then when we get deeper into parts work, which is totally like the next level. Like once you're like really in breath work, that's like something that I do one-on-one with myself. I let it be done with myself and with others. Yeah. But we get into like the emotionality that's within those parts. Like we start to peel back the layers matching the mind and body. Like, it's like, it becomes, like, we invite that cerebral space into the body. Yeah. And then we breathe. Mm-hmm. Then we go into breath work. Yeah. And sometimes we marry it all together. And then sometimes we marry it with movement yeah. and sound and breath. Yeah. Like, this is, like, next. This is, like, level two, level three. Right. So, like, you oh, know what I mean? But, like, so good. that's why I'm, like, the, the journey yeah. is, like, ever-evolving. Because mm-hmm. we all have wounds. We all have wounds. We all have desires. Like, mm-hmm. That whole spectrum gets to be there. I say that all the time in breathwork sessions. Like these are these are the physical sensations that you can expect to arise. These are the emotional sensations that you can expect to arise. And honestly, it's the whole spectrum. It's that yeah. joy and bliss to the grief and sadness. It's mm-hmm. you know the numbness in your face and the tingles in your fingers down to your toes. Yeah. Um, it's feeling like you're floating above the floor, you yeah. know, yeah. it's, yeah. it's having visions in your third eye, seeing yeah. patterns, seeing colors, mm-hmm. seeing light, mm-hmm. like all of that gets to be there. Yep. It all gets to be there. It all part. gets to be there. Mm-hmm. I really resonate with that. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I am learning mm-hmm. has kind of been a major wake up call for me is that when you live a life just looking for one end and, and trying to find that end, only wanting the euphoria, only wanting to live in the good feels, Ooh, yeah. right? I've written a lot about and talked a lot and really done a lot of thinking about the concept of good. We're supposed to be good people, good yeah. children, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And good what girls. a, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And how limiting that is. But when I think about what life really is, mm-hmm. the opposite of good isn't bad the opposite of good is everything Mm. the opposite of staying within the strictures of conditioning of requirement of control is allowing all of it Mm -hmm. the ugly the painful Mm -hmm. the horrible Mm -hmm. the euphoric Mm -hmm. the bliss Mm -hmm. it's the whole spectrum it's in the allowing it's in the allowing yeah and the shortcut to a lot of it for a lot of us is just let's let's do things that just make us feel good right and the thing is like numb escape numb escape whatever coping mechanisms right. like yeah 
binge binge the tea, like anything that keep that exactly that keeps us substances. Yep. All of those mm-hmm. things. Yep. And then we anesthetize, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And and then uh, and then that keeps us from feeling the bad. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that you're not really living a full life. No. And then you're just storing it into your body. Yeah. And then it just becomes it eventually manifests into disease. Like when I Absolutely. say like, like the word like if you're in vis- if you're a visual person like mm-hmm. the word disease D I S E A S E and then break that up dis ease mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the body. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's interesting how so much of the conditioning is you think that what you're actually doing to succeed, what you're doing to be good, what you're doing to be healthy mm-hmm. is divorcing you from your body. Mm-hmm. I'm going to overpower my body. <laughs> it's a programming though. Like yeah. conditioning and programming, same thing, right? Like it's a programming yeah. that starts from the minute that we come into this world. Right. And it right. started with our, our yeah. generation and the generation oh, above. And now what yeah. we're seeing, like you said, you know, you see breath work everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it is starting to make its way around the entire country mm-hmm. and you're going to see it continue to do that because yeah. our, like our consciousness as a collective is shifting into That's that. right. Yeah. We are shifting into taking to the word is coming back, <laughs> but like rewiring to yes. breaking up with that programming, mm-hmm. that conditioning. Yeah. We're, we're breaking that up and the collective yeah. consciousness is saying yeah. like, oh wait, I have the power. Yeah. yeah. Wait, the, I have this power all along. Right. This, this is not true for me. Yeah. It all re- relates to what you just said. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think of it, I, I think that rewiring, obviously there's a neurological element, element there that is very, very real. But I think of it more in terms of living out the fullest. Going from a five degree life to a 365 degree life. Mm -hmm. Where you can meet your emotion where it is and not be scared of it. Where you can meet your pain where it is and not run from it. Exactly. Where you can meet the truth where it is and not run from it. Yeah. Not easy. No. But I think that's where the truth is. I do. Yeah. And I think that's where the power is. And I think that's where the magic is. Absolutely. Meet the fear and not run from it. Yeah. yeah. Take it by the hand. Take mm-hmm. that emotion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just... And with any emotion, like energy, it's energy and motion. Mm-hmm. It's not there to stay. It's not meant to stay. It's meant right. to move. And so when we... If we're not... If we're not, you know, escaping it. Yeah. Uh, you use the word anesthetize. How do you say that? Anesthetize. Yeah. Yeah. If we're not doing that. Yes. <laughs> then we are able to consciously recreate a new way, mm. a new ritual. Yeah. And since this is all about breath, it's another plug for like, mm. we get to mm-hmm. use the breath to be like, okay, I'm going right. to feel this emotion. I'm going to hold it for a moment. And now I'm mm-hmm. just going to like breathe into it. Yeah. And like, let it know it's safe. Like to move and like what do I want now how do I want to shift out of this how do what energy do I want to embody now like what am I desiring through this and that's a question I always ask people like when we drop into the breath like what do you desire out of this yeah on the other side of this what do you desire yeah and when we come out of that session it's like okay so what's true for you now yeah yeah what's true now yeah what's here now that wasn't Mm -hmm. you know 10 minutes ago 20 minutes ago so powerful it is um so we, you already mentioned this a little bit, but we're going to do yeah. a little sesh. Yes, we are. Before we do that. Okay. Because I want the sesh to take us out. Okay. Um, not- <laughs> okay, great. 
But before we do that, I just want to know, like, what is on your heart? What's been on your mind? Where are you feeling led in the future in terms Mm -hmm. of, like, meeting women where they are? Mm -hmm. Because... I get to be with you here in <laughs> in your in the space, but like I said, your capacity to hold space, yeah, and the wisdom and the maturity and just the power that you carry. Mm. I don't think it's limited to this particular office, <laughs> yeah, or where you are in Hempstead. Yeah. I I mean, and I've seen this in practice. Your ability to communicate over digital channels as well. Like, mm-hmm. do you feel mm-hmm. pulled or moved in that area? Mm-hmm. What do you see? Yeah, my vision just keeps expanding and evolving, honestly. But with when it comes to women, I have a vision in this next month to have a membership online for breathwork. There's a few different things that I have coming. I want to make it ex- accessible mm-hmm. to people, especially like just in where the season that I'm in in life. Like I really value accessibility yeah. to support and resources that meet me where I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that said, I also know what I'm capable of and what I carry in terms of space holding. And so like, it's like that one level of like, this is a space and it's been asked so many times, like since last summer, like when is, where is the membership at? (laughs) So like, just like a a membership for like, you know, twice a month, like we can meet Mm -hmm. in an online space. Of course I'm like doing sessions in person and Mm -hmm. they're really growing in our area and I'm really grateful. And what that's expanding in me is like, I really see myself traveling I see myself being in bigger spaces on stages, like Mm -hmm. in, you know, seminars for women. Um, I've really gotten into, there's this desire and vision coming to fruition with the merging of like sound healing and breath work that has really like been tugging on me and I'm not really sure where it's going yet, but that's something that's like in gestation Mm -hmm. and there is a, so you know, I'm a reader and I'm a writer and I, everything that I do with women is around cecilical embodiment. So like I help women attune to their menstrual cycles. Mm-hmm. And even if they don't have a, you know, all of the organs of their womb, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. still have a cycle as women. No doubt. And so I, because of the journey I went on, that's, that's what I did. That's yeah. how I led to, to being the embodied woman that I am today. And mm-hmm. it's still evolving. Mm-hmm. Like I don't get it. I'm not perfect. Don't put me on a pedestal. Like, yeah. There's a lot that I'm still learning and growing through. But through Cecilical Embodiment, I really feel called to deepen the space and how I help women with that. Mm-hmm. So there is a lot of digital things coming to yeah. fruition in the next month to two months for yeah. me in terms of like what I can offer to women. And so as a reader, I have a book club, Breathe and Read, a Breathe and Read mm-hmm. book club that is going to be launching. Ooh, and that. it's going to be, it's going to be pretty like... <sighs> juicy like like we're going there you know what I mean your dogs (laughs) are snoring I love it but like we're going there um so Mm. it's it's ever expansive and I'm just letting spirit honestly really lead the way for me and how Mm -hmm. I show up Mm -hmm. there are opportunities that have already presented itself this year which I'm really excited about that will have me on stages and in bigger spaces with more women Mm -hmm. To be able to bring the power yes. of the breath and whatever magic unfolds from there, I just get to trust. Mm-hmm. I just get to mm-hmm. surrender. I just get to be in the flow and let go of whatever attachment mm-hmm. wants to cling on to and just yeah. be open to the unknown. Yeah. That's how I serve best. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I can't. I'm not the person that can like plan out every quarter of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really like a, it comes to me and it comes through me and mm-hmm. then like here it is. Yeah. And so it just kind of keeps evolving that way. Right. But that's yeah. that's what's coming. I do digital 
I love how you use digital, uh, but like online offerings for breathwork. Yeah. And then if the people who are local, there's a lot that I'm doing yes. locally with breathwork that just keeps growing. Yeah. Where's the best way to find out where these things are happening? Like, Instagram. Oh, Instagram. Yeah. Because okay. like I linked it. Yeah. Links. So link okay. in my bio just has like everything that yeah. I do every week because okay. there's different events because there's a yin and a yang to me, right? Like, you know that. Well, yes. We met through turn up. So like you've got this like whole like <laughs> turn up is the yang energy. It's like yeah. the alter ego. It's, it's me though. I don't even want to call it an alter ego. It's like, yeah. it's a part of the oh, world. Absolutely. And like marrying the masculine and feminine. For sure. But then the yin is that breath work. Mm-hmm. It is the mm-hmm. like let's take it down yeah but you, and that's what I always tell people in the turn up community I'm like you cannot turn you're, you can't turn up without turning down right like you'll yeah. find a different version of you mm-hmm. if you can allow yourself mm-hmm. to turn down because mm-hmm. then when you go to turn up that's it's right. like whoo who am I mm-hmm. and that's what I teach yeah. like with this local embodiment it's like yeah. I don't turn up yeah. when I'm in that menstrual cycle phase mm-hmm. and it's really hard right it's so right. hard right. it's hard right. for me every month to turn down yeah. But then when I turn down for those three or four days, mm-hmm. five days, and I come back to that yang energy, yeah, because I've allowed myself to slow down and rest, it's like fireworks happen. <laughs> right. Every freaking month, I'm like, my body is so <laughs> capable, and like I can move, and like I can. It feels magical. Wow, that's the answer to the question: Turn down for what? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. That's it. I think that that is, uh, (laughs) thanks. Yes. I mean, you know, um, I think that's, uh, a epidemic is that most of the women I know are really only comfortable with one mode. Right. We're either going to turn down. Right. Are you going, I'm a turn up or I'm a turn down. Like, so it is, it is really wild when you meet someone saying I'm all the things I'm here for the full range. Mm hmm. We all get to be there for that. Yeah. Once you got, get, you explore it yourself, mm-hmm. yeah. and you get to see what that feels like for yeah. you. And it's fun to explore. Like mm-hmm. That's the other thing with breathwork that has shown me that is very relevant to talk about. Is it has reminded me, like my inner child. There's been yeah. so much inner child healing through mm-hmm. that too. Where I seek and I desire play and yes. joy and fun. It's like, what can I do today that's going to bring me joy and pleasure? Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just like... 20 minutes by myself shooting basketball. Like, yeah. that feeds my inner child. Give me a yeah. basketball and a basketball hoop, and, like, I'm happy. Right. Or riding the bicycle mm-hmm. in the neighborhood mm-hmm. with my daughter, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Playing card games. Like, the things that feed my inner child mm-hmm. that used to be really hard. Yeah. Really hard for me to sit down and do with my child. Now it's like, oh, yeah. this I, we, We're meant to have fun and play. Oh, yeah, for Why sure. Why do we have to be serious all the time? It's yeah. programming to, like... Oh, like we no just doubt. so freaking tense and like it creates this like mom zombie I see it all the time and breaking up with the mom zombie life like I'm speaking oh to moms gosh. like that's the power of breathwork as a yeah. mother as a mother my child is seven I got into this like when she was three and a half four I am not perfect I'll be name that okay but there are so many moments that I can count where I have been able to use the power of my breath to be like I am activated I'm overstimulated by the sounds of this TV, by all the things I have to do as a mother, like to the to mm-hmm. and the fro and make the dinner and da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And now I've been a single parent for a year, so it has been heightened a yeah. hundred times mm-hmm. over. I can take a moment, I'll go in the bathroom, I'll go in the closet, sometimes it happens in front of her, and I will just pause and breathe. Sometimes it's just taking a moment and naming what I just named. Mm-hmm. I'll name the parts. Mm-hmm. I'm overstimulated by the sounds. I'm frustrated that I have to do this all by myself. 
Mm. Like, it's not fair. I'll have the moment with myself to, like, name Mm -hmm. all the sensations. Mm -hmm. And then I'll be like, and now how do I want to move? What does she deserve? How is she going to remember this? Yep. You know, because I remember the things that my mother did, right? We all remember Mm -hmm. the things that our parents did when they were overstimulated. Yeah. And so I'll breathe through it. And it's just like a minute, two minutes. There's a couple of different breath patterns that I like to tell moms about. I'm like, go do that breath pattern for a minute and you'll come back. Wow. Okay. And so I'll do that. And then what led me to do now with her is when she's overstimulated and and activated in her little body, okay, I can see that you're really frustrated right now. And like, I'm feeling frustrated too. And so I'm going to take a couple of deep breaths. And like, can you take a couple of deep breaths? And so like with kids, you know, it'll be like, here, let's blow out the birthday candle and like hold their finger up and yeah, hold it away from her. And like, can you just blow out the birthday candle for me? And let's blow out five, you know, however old yeah. she is, we'll blow out the birthday candles. And that enables her to take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. And then once we both calm down, it's like, okay, like, what do we want to do next now? Wow. And like, sometimes it doesn't feel that light. Sometimes it takes like, I think we need to take a break, you know, like it depends yeah. on what the moment is happening. Yeah. But nine times out of 10, every time. It's like, okay, we're centered again. Yeah. I'm in control. I'm not going to be the freaked out helicopter zombie mom who is just like overwhelmed. Because mm. I used to, that I, I was in that period of my life and all moms can relate to oh, that. Oh, for sure. We, we all have There's it. some minds being blown right now. Yeah. <laughs> and those minds are saying, oh my gosh, I wish I could go back in time and start over. And that's what happened to me. Yes. Yeah. There's that mom guilt of like, mm. gosh, Mm-mm. you know, but now I get to take back that control. Yeah. That's the reprogramming. That's right. It is reprogramming as a mother and saying that, that was not how it happened for me, but I get to choose differently now, now. for her. Yep. And then now when she has mm-hmm. my grandbabies, she's going to remember those moments. Right. It's going to be inevitable. That's right. Because it's just going to keep continuing. Oh, and I've too. seen it. I know. I have seen it. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes, you have actually. Because she has big energy. Like my child has big energy and like big feelings. And it's like so overwhelming sometimes. Yes. You know? Because I feel it. She has big feelings. To keep myself regulated, to be able to hold the space Mm -hmm. for her big feelings. Yeah. That's, there's medicine in that. Oh my God. Totally. Yeah. So there's a breath pattern. I'll go ahead and just teach it now because I'm feeling called to share it with any mom. Please do. You're like, what's that breath pattern? So there's this breath pattern called the blow breath Mm -hmm. and it's all through the mouth. And and it's hard not having a visual to show, but there's like a passive inhale on the belly when you blow. I'm going to blow this way. So like from the diaphragm? Yeah. So I blow coffee breath on you. But, um, So kind of like how we just talked about blowing out a birthday candle. So maybe Mm -hmm. you envision that you Mm -hmm. have a candle in front of you and you're blowing it. But as you Mm -hmm. exhale, the belly is coming in. Okay. The belly is contracting in. Yep. 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 30 seconds of that breath pattern. Especially if you're new to breath work, that's probably all you're going to be able to do is 30 seconds of that. But a minute of that, a minute and a half. It just moves the energy, and then I like to welcome in like a top hold where I'll release that breath pattern, Mm -hmm. inhale through my nose, hold my breath at the top, you know, feel all those Mm -hmm. sensations, and then let out like a big deep exhale. And then I'm like, all right, okay, we're gonna play Barbies now. We're gonna (laughs) go play Uno. I got this, you know, like we can make the dinner. Like, okay, so like that's one breath pattern that is my top breath pattern for mamas who are feeling. I'm so glad you shared that because it, it, it would have been a 
cliffhanger, honestly. Yeah. Like, well, what is it? <laughs> right. That And if you, you, I can see, but there's a lot of, uh, there is energy being movement. Yes. It was very kinetic. You can see that contraction. Yeah. When you're blowing out, I see it going in. The belly right? is contracting in. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Very diaphragm yeah. oriented. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to do a, a session. Yeah. I want you to explain it and all yeah. that. But I will say, um, I do really want you listening to participate and to be able to participate, even if it's your first time. But I want you to be able to participate. So if you're listening in the car or distracted or making food or whatever. Um, just don't want to be driving. Don't want to be driving for sure. <laughs> but I, but don't, don't skip over it. I don't yeah. think, I think you'll be it's bummed if minutes. you did that. We're, eight we're minutes. keeping it short. It's eight minutes. It's three and a half minutes in like an active breath pattern. Okay. Very, very baby sipping. It, yes. Okay? Baby sipping. The yeah. Breath. Um, The breath pattern that I want to offer today is, I think we will stew a minute of just like anchoring into the moment with a breath pattern that is called the halo active breath pattern. And this pattern is in through your nose and out through your mouth. And it's continual. It's a conscious, continual breath. If you're visual, think of like a halo angel ring. It's continual. So there's no pause in between the inhale or exhale. And so with breath work, um, something that's important for you to know is that this is not like box counting. There's no right or wrong way to breathe. Um, And you are the chooser. You're the creator of the experience. So you're going to choose your depth. You're going to choose your speed. You choose your pace. So the halo active might sound long and slow, or you might need a little bit more activation and energy. So I'm going to give you two different ways that it could sound like. So you're breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth. Um, so it can look and sound like this. It could be slower. We're going to just do that breath pattern and what you're, I'm going to give you a a cueing to speed it up or slow it down and you'll hear through my guidance um we'll just lean into that breath so what we'll do is just find a position maybe where your back is supported you can just be sitting upright and then we're going to start a playlist of music as we begin to drop into the breath we're going to feel into an intention we're here for eight minutes I feel like this should be an open intention because this is such a broad reach for so many. Mm -hmm. So really just feeling into what's here for you now and what you're desiring. And maybe you are in need of calm. Maybe you are in need of energy. Maybe you are in need of just being so omnipresent in the moment and coming back to the moment and grounding. Only you know what you need. And so my offering of intention for this very, very short experience in the breath is to let it be what you need and just let the breath show you the way to whatever, whatever that is. So with that, we're going to begin the music. Yeah, that's right. That's beautiful.
both here in this moment for a reason. Trusting that you're right where you're meant to be. Now here. Deeply, can you allow yourself to go? Yeah, welcoming in an audible exhale. 
invitation if you haven't already for 30 seconds. Can you welcome in 10% more? 10% more.
you before we go about the giveaway I'm doing in February for the upcoming series Transcendent. Remember, all you got to do is post something about the BS Free Podcast on socials. You can even tag me if you're on Instagram at BS Free Podcast or BA Stanfield. And then don't forget to email me at Beth at LionaLaw.com. If you are interested in any of the legal services that I provide, just head over to the website at lionalaw.com. And if you want to connect with me directly, click the link for Let's Connect. Fill out a few questions on the form and I will be in touch with you directly to see how I can serve you. See you next week.